Nothing But The Words, episode number 46, Write Your Gift. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. In today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about the idea of writing your gift in a book. We are in the middle of a season of gift giving for those of us who celebrate Christmas and even for those of us who celebrate other holidays or who just participate in the spirit of the season. Gifts are on our minds. I want you, though, to think during this episode Not about the gifts you're giving or even the gifts you're receiving, but the gifts you can give to your reader in your book, what you have to share that no one else does. Now, I come from a background of literary fiction writing. For many of us writing in that genre, the writing itself is the gift. Choosing the right words, designing the white space on the page, creating a rhythm from passage to passage, developing dynamic, unforgettable characters, right? That is the gift. Storytelling is the gift for so many fiction writers and even for memoir writers. But you do not have to identify writing or storytelling as your gift in order to write a fantastic book and become a successful author. Whatever your gift is, you can share it in a book in a way that serves your readers and serves you in some way. Writing your gift assumes, though, of course, that you have a gift to begin with. I have yet to meet a person in all my years on this earth, I have yet to meet a person who does not have a gift, many gifts typically, to offer the world. There's a quote that I like that has been attributed to both Emerson and Carlyle, and I'm not sure which one actually said it. I did a bit of research but could not get a quick answer for you. But the quote is, every man is my superior in that I may learn from him. And the reality is, this is true. Every person is our superior in some way. They have a gift we don't have, but that includes you. So in some way, you are superior to almost everyone else. Not your superior being, of course, but you are better at something. You have a better grasp of something. You have a body of knowledge I don't have. You have an ability to easily do something that's really difficult for me and for other people. I know this is fundamentally true. Every person I cross paths with, including you, is someone I can learn from. I learn from every client I coach Every client I work with has some amount of knowledge, some body of knowledge, some experience, some gift that I don't have, and I can learn from them, and I do. It's one of the privileges of the work that I do. Your knowledge is superior to mine. Your gift is superior to mine in some area. There's a street in our city that I often drive along when I don't want to take the freeway. It's dotted with truck stops and strip clubs and cheap motels but it is the fastest way for me to get to the city (laughs) from our suburb without taking the freeway. And it's a notorious street. It's notorious as a place where you can easily get drugs, where you can easily find sex workers. One day as my husband and I were driving along that street, I remarked to him that some of the people I saw standing on corners, walking down the street, crossing the street through the middle of six lanes of traffic going both ways, to me represented such an underutilization 
of human potential. And I wondered if their early lives had been significantly different or even different in just some small ways, what they might have become, what they might have contributed to the world. And I also wondered what they might yet become given the right resources and opportunities. Now, I imagine and I hope that some of them will find their way to a better life, better for themselves and in a way to create more contribution from their lives. Even if they don't, though, if they never leave the lifestyle that they're living, which I'm only making assumptions about, by the way, I don't know any of these people personally, so we're going based on assumptions here. One thing I know for sure is even if their life never changes, every single one of them still has gifts. They came into this world with some of those gifts. They developed some of those gifts in their ability to survive the things that I've never experienced. They have knowledge that you and I don't have. If I had to survive on the street, the struggle would be real. That's not my gift, nor do many of my gifts really (laughs) support me in being able to do that. If you haven't yet decided what to write your book about, if the book you're trying to write just isn't work, I want to encourage you to write your gift. Just like those people that I see when I drive down that road, I promise you, you have many gifts. In truth, we're all given multiple gifts. So when you're deciding whether or not your book idea is good enough, or you're deciding what you want to write about next, choose to write about the gift you most want to celebrate right now. This could change. Just because you choose one gift to write about today, that doesn't mean that five or 10 years from now, you'll still be writing on that same topic. So don't feel locked in. Write about the gift you most want to share with the world where you are right now in this moment. One of my clients, for example, is a gifted hairstylist, but she did not write her book about how to build and run a successful salon or how to hone your skills behind the chair. She could have, but instead she focused on her gift for overcoming and she wrote a book about that and she used that to parlay herself into speaking and teaching on that particular subject. Another client of mine who I coached to write his memoir owns and runs a successful insurance company, but he didn't write his first book about entrepreneurship. He wrote his memoir, not about his professional life, but about how he was able to nurture resilience in himself. He shared his gift for resilience in his book. You are not a cardboard cutout. You have multiple sides to you and you have multiple gifts. You only have to choose one to write your book about. If you have a business you want to grow or you're building a brand, write from the gift, write about the gift that will help you achieve that goal. Just because you're a school teacher today, that doesn't mean you have to write your book about kids or teaching or anything that will be considered relevant to your job unless you want to. You have gifts in other areas. You even have gifts you could take from school teaching and apply to other areas. Write about the gift you most want to step into and share with the world, the one you want people to think of you when they think of that particular area. This does not mean, of course, that you have to leave your job or your current business behind because you're writing about something else unless you want to. But if you can't see your gifts for some reason, perhaps you're so locked into your vocation, you're so known as the XYZ person, the weight loss person, the workout person the web design person, the attorney, whatever it is, if you're so locked into that, or if you just really don't know what you're great at, take a step back. You have other gifts. I promise you do. 
So let's take a step back and find them. Make a written inventory of your accomplishments, starting with your earliest memories. Sometimes your gifts have been with you all along. Almost always they have in some way, shape, or form. They might have been overlooked, misunderstood, or even belittled or diminished, but they are still there. I was coaching a client earlier today, and she mentioned that as a child, she had a vivid imagination. She would dream up inventions that would solve some of the problems of modern life. And she lamented the fact that no one in her life had given her the opportunity to explore science and research from an early age, so she wasn't able to take that path. But she still has those gifts. She may not be a scientist, but she is still a creative problem solver. So inventory your accomplishments and add those to the list of things that come came easily and naturally to you as a child. How are you applying those gifts today? What comes easily to you that you know other people struggle to do? For most of my life, I took my gifts for granted. I assumed what came easily to me came easily to everyone or to most people. Homeschooling my girls was easy for me. Crafting a story comes naturally. Maintaining the focus and discipline to write a short book or a long book, not a big deal to me. I can do those things. And I assumed everyone else could all do those things without struggle or problem. I was wrong. (laughs) Once I recognized that I was able to take my gifts and use them, don't make the same mistake that I made for so long. Know that you have multiple gifts. The things that come easily to you are gifts. Even if you're surrounded by people who can also do the same things, that just means that that's the community you've surrounded yourself with. That doesn't mean everybody else has the same gifts you have. Rest assured that much of what you could do with your eyes closed and one hand tied behind your back, many, many, many other people struggle to do. If you and I met for coffee, I'm willing to bet I could identify some of your gifts before you finish your macchiato. It's always easy to see what other people do well. It's not necessarily as easy to see the same thing in yourself. So inventory your accomplishments. Acknowledge that what came easily for you as a child and what you do without struggle or strain now as an adult is a gift. They are gifts. And you can ask the people who know you best what gifts they see in you. Be open to hearing what they recognize that you may not see in yourself. And don't immediately reject the things that they point out. Be willing to listen. So choose just one of your gifts and let that dictate the book you write next. Share your gifts with the world and that can't help but make room for you. That's all for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. That's Candace with an I-C-E. I'll be sharing more writing tips and helpful resources over there as we welcome in 2021. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. 